Welcome, folks, to the Doc Bryant Show. I am your host, Doc Bryant, and this is our July 4th episode, episode 47 of season 2, and we're going to start out with a little twit hunting. As this is July 4th, we are going to be answering the greatest part of being an American, the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And that is also the part that the left is most focused on on July 4th and most focused on getting rid of. So that's what we're going to talk about. All right, we're going to start off with the intellectual giant David Hogg. Now, I am quite certain that David Hogg is not actually writing these tweets. Um, I think in a way that they're too manipulative, they're, they're too well thought out as far as, as manipulation is concerned. It's very subtle, and he doesn't strike me as a subtle person. He's, he's, a, he's a, a useful idiot. The, the kid is a moron. I, I do kind of have this, this little idea in my head that we should actually try to uh, uh, hook him up with, uh, uh, what's her name, the little environmentalist chick, uh, Thunberg, Greta Thunberg. I, I think that they would make a great, just the, the communist couple of the century, just, just two young useful idiots who are incapable of independent thought uh, so that they could have little vapid babies. Anyway, back to David Hogg. His post on July 4th at 7.47 a.m., wherever he happened to be at the time, he posts... Republicans. Oh, he, there's a picture of a, a, a graphic of the United States flag right there. He says, Republicans do not own this flag. Democrats do not own this flag. The American people own this flag. Happy Independence Day to all. Let's keep working to make a more perfect union. I've encountered this tactic Oh, a handful of times over the past few decades. That's not to say that it's not used more often. I'm just saying that I have not encountered it overly often. Like the, the number one, absolute number one tactic that I have encountered in my debates with the left has been ad hominem. Because the vast majority, the vast majority of leftists are incapable of rational thought. They simply don't think that way. I have said many, many, many times that liberalism is a developmental disorder. The individuals suffering from this are stuck in Erickson's uh, developmental stage 
of identity versus role confusion, which is the, the preteen teen years. So their thinking is emotionally based. It's pure emotionalism. They, they don't use logic. They don't use rationality. They uh, base their belief system off of ideals that they have about how the world should be, about what they consider would be fairness in, in their definition of what fairness is, which, of course, inevitably always benefits them. They do not think about themselves because in identity versus role confusion, they are still stuck in the egotistic style of thinking, that they are still the most important person in the universe. They do not think about other people as people per se. And so typically they tend to use other people as means to an end. At any rate, that, that's another reason why I don't think that Hogg wrote this stuff, is because he's, he's just not that clever. This is very, very uh, subtly manipulative. What, what this individual is trying to do is he's trying to, whoever wrote this, uh, is trying to create a common enemy. This is a unification argument, as, as is stated at the very bottom. Let's keep working to make a more perfect union. So this is a unification argument. And he's trying to uh, conflate, uh, create a, a common enemy. The common enemy being both political parties. And this is really clever because that is a very real enemy in the United States right now, in the federal government especially, but it is indeed infecting state governments as well, the uni party. Uh, in other words, the establishment, the swamp. Republicans and Democrats are no different because they have become truly fascist. By fascist, I mean a, um, a, a partnership, an evil partnership between government and major corporations. And so that's a real thing. Republicans and Democrats being no different for the most part. There might be the individual occasional Republican who is worth something. But as I have stated before, let's say you are a well-meaning individual who gets elected for the first time to go to Congress as a representative or even as a senator less likely as a senator, the ver what, what is going to happen the second that you're elected or the second you come onto their radar, the establishment in the federal government, CIA, FBI, you are going to be vetted. 
you are going to be investigated. They are going to know everything that they possibly can about you, and they are going to be looking for leverage against you, for weak points against you, so that when you finally do show up for your orientation, you are going to be given a speech, which is basically, we know everything about you, we have these things on you, and this is how you are going to behave, and this is how you are going to vote. Now, you can talk however you want. As a matter of fact, we encourage that so that you can fire up the base and get people wanting to vote for you and keep keep people at loggerheads, you know, keep your voters wanting to, to be fired up to vote for you, and that's fine. But when it comes to actually making policy, we are going to tell you how to vote. And if it's going to be a close vote and we need you to somehow be too busy to show up for the vote so that the vote can go our way. I'm looking at you, Dan Crenshaw, you corrupt son of a bitch. Then that's what you're going to do. And that's kind of basically how the establishment works. And and this is what Hogg is trying to play off of. And And in doing so, he's trying to get people to, because he is basically irrelevant, Nobody really listens to him anymore. He doesn't have that much of a media presence anymore. He's played out his relevance. And so he's really trying very much to re- rehabilitate, to, to re-enter the, the mainstream of uh, uh, the main flow of the news and, and become relevant again. That's what he's trying to do. So note, he doesn't say directly anything here about uh, gun control, which is his uh, his thing. You've got Greta Thunberg and her environmentalism. You've got David Hogg and gun control. What he's trying to do here is he's trying to be, look, I'm, I'm like you. I'm just like, like everybody else. And I'm a patriot. Look, I'm flying the flag, and I'm telling you that that I'm an American just like everybody else, and so you should listen to me. So that's basically what this guy is trying to do here with this particular post. Now, we're going to move on from David Hogg to another person who, if possible, might be just might just be more of an idiot than David Hogg is. And that would be young Mr. Billy Baldwin. Yes, that Billy Baldwin, who, like the the least known, I would think, of all of the Baldwin brothers, Billy Baldwin decides that he is going to pipe up about gun control. And he posts, Florida passes concealed carry law this week. It's like the Wild West down there now. Two questions. How soon before innocent people die as a result of this in some domestic racial road rage or alcohol-related incident? You can't make this up, folks. How soon before a child, woman, or cop are struck down? Will the first incident occur at a 4th of July barbecue tomorrow? How many American and Canadian tourists 
will no longer winter in Florida because they don't feel safe. How much tourism revenue will Florida lose due to DeSantis's new shootout at the OK Corral law? There's a lot going on here, despite the fact that Baldwin is an absolute idiot. And first thing, very first thing that everybody noticed, and I'm sure that you noticed too, is the fact that his big brother, Alec, just walked off scot-free from murdering a woman with a handgun. That's right. Alec Baldwin on the set of a movie, I believe the name of the movie was Rust, which, by the way, they're actually going to finish filming if they haven't already and going to release it. And I'll bet you, I will bet you dollars to donuts that those sons of bitches are going to put in memoriam of, uh, what's her name? I don't even remember the name of the woman. Forgive me, who he shot and, and killed and negligently murdered because of his lack of firearms safety. Okay. Alec Baldwin, Billy Baldwin's brother, murdered a woman on the set of a movie with a loaded handgun. And Billy Baldwin has the nerve, has the audacity to be talking about firearms safety. First thing, Florida passed a concealed carry law a long time ago, so that tells you that Baldwin doesn't know what the hell he's talking about at all. Florida has had a concealed handgun uh, law long time ago. And what's really interesting is at the time when Florida was debating it and finally passed it, the left was using almost exactly, well, um, no, they're using the, exactly the same terminology, the, that the Wild West terminology. Now, for those of you who are actually interested in history, the Wild West wasn't even really the Wild West. It wasn't like they show in the movies and on TV where there were gunfights every single day all over the place. That happened occasionally in certain individual towns, but it was not a daily situation for the vast majority of the real Wild West. Just like in today, the real West... Most people were just interested in going about their business and doing regular stuff. They were not interested in getting into gunfights and seeing who the best shooter was and all of that kind of stuff. All of that kind of stuff was happening in just like it is today in certain towns uh, by certain people. And, and that's it. So even the Wild West wasn't the Wild West, like Baldwin is talking about here. But again, like I said, that they used, the left used exactly that terminology way back when Florida passed their real concealed carry law. Second thing, Baldwin is way, way behind on this because Florida passed the open carry law stuff a while ago. 
This is not exactly breaking news. And and again, to sh- this compared to the subtlety that was used in the hog post, this is just ham ham fisted, ham handed. I don't. It's sloppy. It's really sloppy. How soon before innocent people die as a result of this in some domestic, racial, road rage, or alcohol-related incident? How soon before a child, woman, or cop are struck down? And the the dude, his... Normally, I don't pick on people that much on Twitter regarding uh, slips in spelling um, or... Grammar, I'm a little bit tougher on, but spelling, because, you know, I do that too, and you really, you can't go back and and edit uh, on Twitter, uh, or at least you couldn't back in the day. So I'm not as picky, because I'm a crappy speller too. It's a fact. If it wasn't for spell check, I would be, (laughs) I'd be in big trouble. Um, And and then he, he, he very sloppily tries to you know, hit you in the feels, the patriotic feels, by mentioning July 4th. Will the first incident occur at a 4th of July barbecue tomorrow? (gasps) Oh, no. And then, how many American... And this is where, again, very ham-handed, he goes after Florida's prime source of income, which is tourism. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen... Let me tell you something straight out. Florida is never going to have a problem with tourism. As long as it is run as a conservative state. As long as it is a red state, Florida is never going to have trouble with tourism. The places that have trouble with tourism are the places that are actually like the Wild West. Chicago. Detroit, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco. Those places are very much St. Louis. Those places are New Orleans, Washington, D.C. Those places are actually like the Wild West. Those are places where you have shootings all the time, every day, 24-7, 365. And those places are the places who have tourism problems. Those are the places where you are not safe when you're walking down the street. And in the case where it's just filthy, it's disgusting. You've got homeless everywhere. This is actually happening in Texas too. You go to San Antonio, you go to Austin, you go to Houston, you've got homeless all over the place. Now it's not so bad that you've got uh, used needles in the street and human feces yet. And I don't think that we are going to allow it in Texas to become that bad. I think we are in the process actually of passing state laws that will, uh, let's just say, make the fortification of local elections a little bit more difficult. So it'll be harder for Democrats to cheat to get elected. And at this point in time, Democrats have to cheat to get elected. So uh, I don't think we're going to have those problems in places 
uh, like te in Texas uh, that much longer. But either way, go to San Francisco, go to Los Angeles, go to these other uh, cities that are run by Democrats, and they're filthy, they're disgusting, and they have a massive crime problem. Those are the places where they're losing tourism. You do not have that problem in Florida. That problem does not exist in Florida, by and large. And so they are not having a problem with, uh, with tourism. Now, there might be some particular uh, places, like there is one, I'm not going to name the city. There's one town that we used to vacation in in Florida that used to be just an absolute paradise. And then I am assuming Democrats got elected into power. And so the last time we went there, it was kind of a crap hole. There was a bunch of homeless all over the place. The, the beaches were filthy. It was like walking, walking around in an ashtray. What, was, what used to be beautiful white sand and beautiful beaches was now ghetto. There, it was a giant ashtray with cigarettes in the, in the sand, and, and it was nasty. And we haven't been back. Actually, yeah, I am going to mention the city. It's Des Destin. Destin, Florida, you need to get your stuff together if you want people to continue to come back. Because once you allow the homeless, once, once you allow um, the, the ghetto types to show up, once you stop cleaning up your beaches, then, then you're going to have problems and people are going to stop coming. So in cases like that in individual cities, sure, it's a possibility, but it's not because the place is a Wild West. It's because Democrats are running the show and it's a filthy, disgusting place to go. Nobody wants to go on vacation in an ashtray. Nobody wants to go on vacation in a toilet bowl. Nobody wants to go on vacation in a crack house. And that's, that's what kills tourism right there. So uh, that is my response to young Mr. Billy Baldwin. Why don't you check your family first and the city that you live in now? Speaking of districts that are absolute crap holes that nobody wants to go to anymore for tourism, we now move on to Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi posts, and, and by the way, she is still going under the moniker at Speaker Pelosi, even though she ain't Speaker anymore. Maybe she still holds out that she's going to win the gavel back in two years. Lord knows that a possibility. Anyway, she states, one year ago today, an unconscionable act of violence stole seven beautiful souls, and wounded 48 others in the Highland Park community. Our children should never have to fear for their lives. We must reinstate the assault weapon ban now. All right, here we go. With this, the, first of all, this woman is pure evil. There are, very, there, there are a few people I would say this about. Billy Baldwin, he's a useful idiot. He's 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 a moron. Same thing with uh, with David Hogg. Not necessarily an evil person. He is headed that direction. David Hogg is headed that direction, but he's currently a useful idiot. But he's 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 
really, uh, he has aspirations to become a truly evil person. Nancy Pelosi is a truly evil person. 100%. There is nothing redeemable about this woman. From a spiritual standpoint, okay, perhaps, maybe, but I doubt it. I think she is one of those people that Romans chapter 1 refers to when she has completely been given over. She has decided, uh, she's made her decision which direction she's going to go, and I don't think she's going to come back. It's just my personal opinion. At any rate, this woman has absolutely zero moral ground from which to make this kind of statement. Zero moral ground. She has been 100% active, actively involved in the mass slaughter of over 60 million American babies, 40% of whom were black, if you care about that kind of thing, which, the va- which, which all of you leftists do not. But she has no business talking about the sanctity of human life, let alone the sanctity of the lives of children. Abortion is the sacrament of her true religion. This, this woman walks around and uses terminology as if she is a true Bible-believing Catholic woman. But she is not. This woman is fully in the service of Satan himself. And her sacrament and the sacrament of people of her ilk is the sacrifice of human babies to her evil God. She's got no business, no business talking about the sanctity of human life and certainly no business talking about the sanctity of the lives of children. You will note that, the, that everybody who supports gun control, everybody who supports gun control is a leftist and very likely supports abortion, which means they've got no moral ground to stand on. And I hit them on this all the time on Twitter. You've got no business talking about the lives of children when you support abortion. None. Zero. Zip. Nada. You don't care about human life. As a matter of fact, the likes of Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and all the rest of the, the, the evil demoncrats up there in Washington, D.C., every single one of them actually celebrates when one of these violent incidents occurs. They look forward to them happening. As a matter of fact, I believe that the federal government, through the FBI, is actually directly involved in these things occurring. I personally believe, and I think there is plenty of evidence to support the fact, that just like the uh, radical Islamic terrorists are always on the lookout 
for weak-minded people, that they can turn to their ideology, that they can groom and change them into terrorists. They look for nihilistic individuals on the fringe of society so that they can take these people and mold them into what they want them to be idealistically, and then they can equip, equip them train them to whatever level they need them to be trained, which is very minimal in most cases, and then eventually set them loose to go around killing American citizens. Nancy Pelosi and her ilk celebrate these things. And the reason that, that they celebrate them, the reason that they facilitate them, is because when these incidents occur... Nancy Pelosi and all of her buddies are, uh, are capable of going out and hitting the airwaves, hitting the media, and pounding the drum of gun control over and over and over again. So she's actually, just like she celebrates the mass slaughter of 60 million and counting babies, that, have, that has been going on in the United States and that is still in some venues going on in the United States. In some states, far too many states. Just like she celebrates that, she also celebrates the murder of civilians at the hands of these lunatics. And let's talk about these lunatics real quick. And, and this is going to be part of my next segment. These lunatics, every single one of them, to a man or woman or whomever in the case of the last few, uh, they think they are, um, in every single case, every single case, they are some stripe of leftist. And you can talk about, you know, and, and this is something that, I'm not going to get into too much here, um, but I might get into later on, on uh, another episode, is, you know, you can talk about your various differences between, oh, the difference between fascism and communism is uh, who controls the means of production and, to, and this, that, and the other. All of those things are distinctions without a difference. When it comes right down to it, when it comes right down to the bare bones, to the actual uh, uh, implementation, not, not implementation, but the results, the actual results of fascism, communism, uh, Nazism, um, progressivism, liberalism, whatever ism you want to call it, it's all the same thing. And it all ends up as an oligarchy, always, where the government subjugates the people. Doesn't matter how it happens. Again, like I said, Communism, fascism, it's a distinction without a difference. It all ends up the same. And that's the point. The government subjugates the people. That is what gun control is about. Gun control has nothing to do with saving lives. They don't care about lives. What they care about is the ability of the law-abiding citizen, the free citizen, to be able to defend himself against the government. That's what they care about. And if you look at any communist revolution that has ever happened all throughout history, every one of them, they use street-level criminals 
to maintain grassroots control over the people. Everyone. And here we have the same thing. They want, the and, and all of these shooters, every single one of them has been a leftist of some particular stripe. They've been, in many cases, I believe, groomed to do what they, and equipped and minimally trained to do what they need to do to go around killing people. But every single, you're never going to find, ever, 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 never, ever, ever, has any of these mass shooters been a Republican? Not a single one of them has been an NRA member. Not, not saying that that means anything because all you have to do to be an NRA member is just to send in your money and to the NRA and boom, you're a member and you get a card. So just being an, a member does not mean that you actually support the NRA. See, uh, you know, now what they're going to be doing is uh, they're going to be finding these people and as part of the grooming process, they're going to have them become NRA members. They're actually even going to have them go to gun shows and take selfies and pictures and put all of these on social media, wearing MAGA hats and stuff. They're, they're going to do all of that stuff now to try to sell the, uh, to sell the image, uh, to sell their uh, fantasy that, that, that they're pushing, uh, that all of this is right-wing violence when it's left-wing violence. As a matter of fact, this is something else that I've pointed out very frequently. Violence is the exclusive, exclusive purview of the left. Political violence is the exclusive purview of the left. The reason that that is, is because on the right, we actually debate ideas. We're civilized. We discuss ideas. The problem with the left is that they are incapable of discussing ideas because their ideas do not stand up to debate. They don't stand up to logic. They don't stand up to reason. They are purely emotional, and they are always, always centered on the subjugation of the people. And so because they cannot stand up to debate... Because they are purely emotional, the only ultimate response they have in order to get the changes that they want is to force them. So they must use violence. You look at, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, Mao Zedong's book on guerrilla warfare. He actually says this in his book on guerrilla warfare. He says that if... Political change does not come through normal political channels, and I am very much paraphrasing here. Uh, if you can't get it through uh, normal political channels, then you must use the revolutionary, must use violence. Violence is the exclusive purview of the left. You're not going to find a right-wing mass shooter out there. We don't have to. Our ideas are logical. They are reasonable. A free, independent, civil society based on individual rights is natural. It is the natural state. 
for human beings. We are individuals. We are not a collective. We are not ants. We are not bees. We do not have a hive mind. Unless, of course, we're liberals. Either way, there you go. I was going to include tweets from Adam Schiff and Kamala Harris in this list, but there's only so much stupid that I can take and that I think you as my audience should be subjected to. And both Adam Schiff and especially Kamala Harris, I honest to God don't think that there is a dumber human being in Washington, D.C. than Kamala Harris. That woman, to say that that woman is dumber than a bag of hammers is an insult to hammers. I've I've talked about how liberalism is a developmental disorder and it is its thinking is always emotionally based, etc., etc. Some people are better at covering that up than others. She can't cover it up. She is the epitome, the absolute epitome of, of that just vapidity and stupidity and just holy cow. So she's not even worth our time, ladies and gentlemen. Now, on to the next segment Because, lo and behold, Billy Baldwin was right. There was a mass shooting on July 4th. Oh, my goodness. It was just terrible and awful. And, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Just a second. It wasn't in in Florida. Um, No, it wasn't in Florida. It was actually in Philadelphia. Yes. Philadelphia, there was a mass shooting. Now, I'm, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone here. The first bird that I'm going to kill is I'm going to point out I've got two stories on the same shooting. Two stories on the same shooting. The first story is from, the, uh, is from CNN. So our first story from CNN, the the one thing that I really notice is that they never, ever name or describe the shooter. When that happens, ladies and gentlemen, especially nowadays, that tells you that the shooter was a member of one or more of the liberal protected classes. More specifically, the critical theory protected classes. They were a quote-unquote person of color, or they were a, a, a member of the pride community. In this particular case, ladies and gentlemen, it was both, but you wouldn't be able to tell it from the CNN report. And that means, and at the end of the CNN report, 
at the very end of it, it goes on to blame guns. Oh, we've had 4,387.2 mass shootings in the United States this year. I am, of course, uh, being hyperbolic. But they don't mention who the shooter is because it damages their agenda. It damages their narrative. And then they immediately go on to push the narrative of the left. Which means, it's just, I'm, I know that this is redundant to say this, but I want to point it out anyway. It is proof that CNN is not a legitimate journalistic endeavor. It is a propaganda outlet. That is all. It cannot be trusted for actually informing the public. That is not its job. That is not its purpose. Its purpose is not to inform the public. Its purpose is to tell the public what they are supposed to think. So, I want to point that out there. You will not find a mention even of the shooter's name. All you will find is, is in this story, a lot of emotionalism. Uh, what happened last night was unimaginably disgusting and horrifying at the very beginning. Um, got the DA not giving out any information whatsoever, except for the fact that for, in, in one uh, at one point they referred to the shooter as they, them, which kind of tells you something, doesn't it? So right off the bat, just from that information, just from that information, CNN slipped up when they put that in there. But just from that information, you know right off the bat that this guy is not a Republican. The dude is not an NRA member. He's not a conservative person. He's not a MAGA person. MAGA people don't use made-up pronouns. Only the left uses made-up pronouns. Then it goes on to list the victims of the shooting, and then it goes on to talk about how, oh, this was the fifth shooting in, the, in so many days in the United States. There have been... It's, it's claiming three, at least 345 mass shootings. That just means what they're saying. They're, they're redefining the term mass shooting. My guess is what they're doing is if, if two or more people are shot, it's automatically a mass shooting, just so that they can make it look like there's lunatics all over the place shooting up the place. Note also, by the way, again, this did not happen in Florida as the intellectual giant Billy Baldwin said was going to happen. This happened, it starts with a f sound. It does start with a f sound, so he was close. But it was not Florida, it was Philadelphia. And Philadelphia is a crap hole run by Democrats. But I'm being redundant there. The next story comes to us from a publication from another crap hole, but this particular publication is a 
true journalistic endeavor in that it actually informs the public. This is the New York Post. Philadelphia mass shooting suspect, Kim Brady Carriker. That's the name of the shooter. In the very title of, in, in the headline, in the title of the piece, it names the shooter. Unlike CNN, who I don't, I don't think that CNN, no, no, there is one story I think that CNN has released that actually mentions the name of the individual. So Kim Brady character was, quote, weird, end quote, and dressed as a woman for years, said neighbors. Now it turns out that our shooter, Kim Brady character, character, I'm sorry, character, Kim Brady character, and and here's another thing that ticks me off. And and this this we get this from conservatives as well. They say, well, I'm not going to name the shooter so as not to give that person any notoriety. I am going to name the shooter loud and often. The reason is is because the individual who is responsible for the murders of the the people in this shooting is Kim Brady character. It's not the gun. It's not the gun company. It's it's Kim Brady character. Kim Brady character is the shooter. I'm going to use his name all over the place, even though it's a funny little name. But guess what? The dude was a member of the Pride community. Now, we're going into the area of distinctions without a difference. There are several people who are referring to him as a cross-dresser. They said that they only saw him dress up as a female occasionally. Each individual seems to say like uh, two or three times he dressed up as a female. And apparently at one point he showed up at his grandmother's house dressed as a female. She did not approve, and so he never did it again. But either way, there are several photographs in this story posted of him dressed up as a female. And there are some people saying, well, that doesn't qualify him as a real transgender. Well, wait a minute now. Wait a minute, because you say that Dylan Mulvaney is truly a transgender, even though all he does is dress up as a female. He hasn't had any surgeries, no top work, no bottom work, but Dylan Mulvaney is a real transsexual, according to the left. That's the narrative. But this guy is not, for some reason. Why? Is it because he's black? Can only white people be truly transsexual? Is that what you're saying? That's what it seems to me you're saying. Putting on woman face is putting on woman face. Doesn't matter what color skin you have, but Kim Brady here is a black guy. That's another thing I have to give the New York Post credit for is because they refer to him as him and they call him a man right from the beginning of the article and throughout the article multiple times call him a man, call him him. And they point out that this was a man that liked to dress up as a woman. So if you accept the ever-shifting definition of if you think that Dylan Mulvaney is a transsexual, then this guy here is a transsexual. 
And what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is we have another tranny shooter. There have been a lot of those lately. A lot of tranny shooters, a lot of people identifying as non-binary, etc., etc., members of the Pride community. And I said this a while back, and I am sticking to it. The Pride community is the new BLM. They are the new weaponized special interest group of the left. So, at the beginning, we talked about the uh, the liberals and their narrative with regards to gun control. And now we are pointing out the reality of gun control or, or the gun debate. These people are not MAGA people, not a single one of them, not one of them, not a single Republican, not a single NRA member up to this point, but I guarantee that they're gonna, that's going to happen soon. I, I promise you, it, very soon, you're going to see somebody with pictures on Facebook. And they're, they took down Carriker's Facebook page. They took it down immediately so that people couldn't see who and what he was. To hide the truth, Facebook took it down. But once they get a good shooter the next time that they can groom this individual up, have pictures of him at gun shows, have pictures of him at MAGA rallies, wearing a MAGA hat, of course, always got to have the red MAGA hat on, and, and uh, a, being a card-carrying member of the NRA. As soon as they have that, they're going to release that, and they will keep that up on Facebook, I promise you. Watch, it's going to happen, I guarantee it. 100% going to happen. Because so many people like myself are constantly pointing out on Twitter and elsewhere on social media that there haven't been any MAGAs, there haven't been any Republicans, there haven't been any NRA members who are mass shooters, not a single solitary one. Every one of them has been a leftist. The only problem with this, because they're going to do it, I guarantee they're going to do it. The only problem for them is that eventually the truth is going to come out. That particular legend, as it is called in the intelligence community, is only going to be skin deep. It's not going to be a very deep cover. It's not going to be very good. So the truth is going to come out very quickly after the initial story is going to come out. So when the initial story comes out, it's going to be loud, it's going to be hard, and it is going to be constant because they are going to have to get that narrative drilled into people's heads. And then when true investigation comes out that the individual was actually not a MAGA person, that they were truly some sort of wacko leftist that just kind of dressed up and pretended to be a MAGA person, a conservative, kind of like this character fellow pretended to be a female, and kind of like the Memphis shooter pretended to be a male. That's what's going to happen, promise you. But anyway, so instead of this happening in a conservative place, it happened in a Democrat-run place. Happened in Philadelphia. And instead of a MAGA conservative, it was actually a black transsexual. And, and so, 
reality will always come out. The truth will always come out. But I want you to notice something, folks. Consistently, 100% of the time, the left is trying to cover up reality. They are trying to cover up the truth every single time. That tells you, ladies and gentlemen, what side they are truly on. If you're trying to cover up the truth, if you're trying to cover up what is true, that means you're a liar. And we all know, ladies and gentlemen, who the father of lies is. I want to thank you all for listening, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch my videos who, which very frequently have different information, uh, a different subject matter on them. You can catch those videos on bitshoot.com, rumble.com, and odyssey.com, O-D-Y-S-E-E.com. And, of course, you're listening to it now, but you can get my podcast anywhere you can get podcasts except for Apple. That's the Doc Bryant Show, and you can get that anywhere. Uh, oh, and Stitcher, because apparently Stitcher's going out of business, so you can't get any podcasts on Stitcher. Anyway, once again, thank you for listening. Please, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this, if you think this was good, share this out there to your friends, family, people you think it will annoy. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can hit me up at Doc Bryant Show, all one word, Doc Bryant Show at zohomail.com, Z-O-H-O-Mail.com, and I will get back at you. Uh, you can also hit me up uh, in the comments on uh, my videos, which, again, BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble. Thank you once again for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had a happy 4th of July, as I did. I will talk to you all later.